Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of Rooted with Yams. And I just want to let you know that regardless of how this episode is titled, regardless of how you yourself identify, you have come to the right place because these conversations are important. We talk about all things womanhood, how we can be deeply rooted in who we are and achieve the maximum reach of our branches. So regardless of who you are, who you is, or who you been, you are at the right place. So let's jump right in. Okay, so I want to take y'all on a little journey with me. Picture this, imagine this, you know, close your eyes, come with me, all right? Are y'all with me? Okay, imagine this. Imagine you're just coming off of a series of unfortunate events. Like, this is not your season. This is not your time. Like, you are not living your best life right now. Like, nothing is really looking correct at all in any aspect of your life, you know? Like, things are just looking really down, looking really cloudy, really gray. Um, Everything you want to happen, like, gets canceled. Every time you think you're on a high, like, something knocks you down. It's just... A season, you know? Picture yourself in that season, right? Okay, 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 cool. So now picture yourself buying tickets to Beyonce at the beginning of like the series, your series of unfortunate events. You bought tickets and it's like six months to come and you you assume you know life will be good by then, right? So you have your tickets ready and then picture this. Picture the week before Beyonce, you have some kind of medical emergency. Let's say a knee surgery, okay? So let's say a week before your concert, you have another hiccup, right? And everyone's telling you, no, child, you shouldn't go. That's not really wise. You're not going to have fun anyways. Okay, cool. Y'all picturing it? Okay, cool. So now picture this. Picture once you decide, you know, F it, F it, you know, like I'm going. Picture um, this little or this huge tropical storm hurricane type thing named Florence wants to show up and all these little, um, little, I don't know, sea storms and all the little water banks in Texas and in the whole southeast side want to start erupting and having their own minds. And so it is just raining floodwaters and all that. People telling you, meteorologists telling everybody, you know, warning, stay inside, stay inside. And you just sitting there like, hmm, would Beyonce tell me to stay inside? I don't know. Are y'all picturing this with me? Okay, cool. You can open your eyes. Now, once you open your eyes and you realize like this is real life, this is not a nightmare. Like you actually have to make some decisions here and you are being advised not to make the decisions you want to make. What do you do? What do you do when you're in that situation? Child, I don't know what you do, but I'm going to tell you what I did and what inspired this whole conversation that we're going to have today. The Rooted Conversation segment is going to be about female intuition. I've been through a series of unfortunate events. And I had to rely a lot on this thing called female intuition. A lot of times I've heard of the term or I've used the term, it's been related to like F boys and like just dudes in general. Like that's when people want to talk about female intuition, you know, follow your heart, trust your gut, stuff like that. But I've realized that your female intuition is going to be tried and tested in a multitude 
of areas in your life. So I decided, hey, let's just have a conversation about it because I'm trying to figure her out. I'm trying to figure out like, where does she lie? Is female intuition a thing of my heart, of my feelings, of my mind? Like, is it a physical thing? What is it? Who is she? Let's get to know about her, okay? We've all heard about female intuition or woman's instinct. Some might call it your gut feeling. And I have made really good use of her in the past. Um, that feeling, that emotion, that sixth sense is another thing that people say often. Um, my sixth sense has always been pretty sharp, pretty um, in tune with the rest of my senses and how I'm feeling. And it's basically, your sixth sense is basically your sense that uses past information, past situations based off your environment, how you grew up, what you've seen, what you've done. It puts all of that together subconsciously to make you have some sort of gut feeling or just inkling about something. All right. So we all kind of get the gist of the purpose of female intuition and the role and how it's kind of like a defense mechanism in certain situations. We get it, right? So what we're going to do now is take this very emotionally driven kind of response or impulse. We're going to take it and combine it with some logical, deductive reasoning strategies to make out a plan on how do we respond to our female intuition? How do we hear her? How do we recognize her? How do we know if she's speaking truth or she's just playing games? Or if she's confused with just all the other influences and factors of family and society and the thousands of other voices that can be in your head. Okay, so we're going to talk a little bit about discernment and how to logically work through our gut feelings or our sixth sense or this female intuition that we all have. And side note, you know, it's like a thing everybody has. Everybody has um, a sixth sense. They just kind of coined the term female intuition because females are, mm, I guess, encouraged to be more in touch with this, you know, emotional side of them rather than men. And then men are always like seen as the logical heroes because they're encouraged to be more logical and reasonable in every situation. But we all know, like, you know, that's that's very black and white, and human beings are not black and white. Okay. Anyways, so yeah, let's jump right in. We're gonna talk about some steps that I have learned through my experience, my most recent experience, on how to reason through my female intuition. All right, so boom. Initially, when you are struck, struck, slapped in the face by a gut feeling, you panic, you freak out, you think, why me? Like, I was really ready to go turn up tonight. I was really ready to go over. I was really ready to respond to this nice little booty call. I was really ready to turn all the way up. And then you are literally slapped by your physical by your female intuition so initially you're sad you're devastated you're like why do i have such a strong moral compass why can't i just be out here living recklessly like everybody else 
Why? Why is my moral compass really wanting to be all the way due north right now? You're a little pissed, irritated, agitated, all all of them. All the, the verbs and adjectives that are to describe your annoyance, you are feeling them, okay? So after that initial shock, that initial blow, you tend to like not know what to do with it. You tend to be like, okay, 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 cool. You know that it's a good voice. You initially, you know, you know, like this is a good thing. You know, it's my body protecting my body against my body. You know, it's my sixth sense protecting my body against my flesh, that kind of thing. You understand, you recognize her as being the angel on your shoulder rather than the demon, right? However, then you get like corrupted and confused with with other variables. Just you start comparing like to your friends or thinking, oh, it won't be that bad. Or you start thinking like, I have like some sort of holy amount of self-control. Or you start thinking like, nothing's going to happen. Like I'm just paranoid. All these starts, thoughts start coming to your mind, right? So... If you're me, you're going to dwell in all of that for a long time. You're going to have many conversations in your head and you're going to drive yourself almost crazy. Um, So I want to encourage y'all to not be like me. There there are a couple questions you can ask yourself to avoid all the back and forth in your head, all the, the hula hoops and all the, you know, all the excuses and all the BS, all the fluff. There's some steps and... In my most recent event, I didn't start going through the steps until way later, until after like I went full panic mode, until after like I went off on everybody who was trying to give me sound advice. It took a while. So I'm reflecting back and realizing that, you know, this could have all been avoided if number one, here it is, y'all, pen and paper out. You ready? Okay. Number one, just list out the pros and cons, the physical pros and cons. Because uh, sometimes there are like actual physical, you know, obstacles in the way or physical risk to your body. You should always list out those pros and cons. Whether you're talking about traveling with a broken, very sensitive knee in horrific conditions, or you're talking about going to a guy's house at certain hours that you know you don't really have business going over at, there are always going to be physical pros. Mm-hmm. Definitely some pros and definitely some physical cons. So list them out, stare them blank on the page, and your emotions will start to, to follow through. After you list them out, your body will just start to respond the way she's supposed to respond. Now, that's number one. List out your physical pros and cons. Number two, list out your emotional pros and cons. If you don't listen to the podcast titled Jesus and Jalof with Lovey Ajaye and Yvonne Orji, you need to get your life and listen. Listen to that podcast. It is the it will change your life. I, I feel like I say that about anything I tell y'all to listen to, but this one is really, really, really good. And I know all the emphasis on the really isn't persuading, but just take my word for it and go listen if you haven't already. Anyways, on the podcast, um, their most recent episode, I can't remember, I think it's their fourth one, but Lovey talks about this strategy that she uses um, to make decisions, I guess. And I thought it was just genius. And I don't know why I just, I never thought about it. 
But she says that before she does something or before she, I think she was talking about a role. So before she like accepts a role or a gig or I don't know, to go speak at an event, she will think about how will it affect her in five minutes, in five days, and in five years. I might not be quoting it exactly, but she basically thought about the immediate satisfaction which she get from it and the more long-term satisfaction and then a longer-term satisfaction. So she really, I love that. I love that idea and it kind of plays a role in listing out your emotional pros and cons because if you think about it, um, sometimes an emotional con can be you'll feel left out. Okay, fine. You see that as an emotional con. So then you think about, okay, how long am I going to feel left out? Am I going to feel left out for five minutes, for five days, you know, can logging off of social media for the weekend solve this problem? Or am I going to feel left out in like five years? Like, am I really going to go into an unhealthy mental state by missing whatever it is or by not doing whatever it is that you're feeling convicted about? I love that. Like, I think that's genius. And I'm really going to start thinking about everything in this frame. Like, how is it going to impact me in five minutes versus five days versus five years? And to be honest, just start cutting out the stuff that's not going to impact you in five years. Everything else you can deal with, you can find a way around it. For the most part, you can solve a lot of it just by logging off of something or just by blocking somebody's number. Like that could solve a lot of our problems. And when I say our, I mean probably the women who are listening because you're friends with me, likely because we've gone through similar things in life. You know, like I know this is not a really broad platform. Okay. So that's when I say R, I'm I'm talking about me and you because I know you can relate or else you probably wouldn't be listening. Okay. Anyways, so you've listed out your physical pros and cons, listed out your emotional pros and cons. You've really thought about how is this going to affect you in five minutes, five days versus five years. Now you are in touch with your female intuition. You are right there with her. Now you are able to dialogue with her in a very mature way. You're not lashing out on her. You're not going buck wild on her and fighting her and like fighting the natural instinct that God has put in our bodies and our brains. Now you're able to talk calmly, woman to woman, okay? Physical to mental. It's beautiful. I can imagine it's beautiful. I don't do it often because I'm very like, I can really react very soon to things and that's not good. Anyways, another thing we could think about um, when it comes to understanding and managing our female intuition is think about what did your mama do in this situation or whoever like a mom figure is in your life? Because a lot of times they've been through it. A lot of times. So think about what would your mama do. It's likely what you should do. Or think about what your mom did do and what is she warning you against. Is she warning you against it because, you know, she's had experience? And that's why she's saying, child, I've done this. I know you really want to do it. I know you really want to go. I know you're really into him. But I've been there, done that, and don't do it. So think about what your mama 
would do or what she has done and reflect on how that impacted her. Was it positive? Was it negative? And that could kind of help you understand where your intuition is coming from. Because it's, it's genetics, sis. It was passed down right from your mama or inspired by that role you have, that person who plays that role in your life. All right. And then the last thing, the very last thing for um, how to understand and communicate with your female intuition, I would say if it comes to these dudes, these guys out here in these streets, when it comes to them, listen loud and clear. When it comes to them, trust your female intuition. She will always be right in that situation. Always. Period. And that's it for today's rooted conversation about our female intuition. It was kind of spur of the moment that I recorded this. Obviously, like all this kind of just happened this weekend. So I didn't plan on doing this episode today, but I hope someone was still able to pull something out of it. I know I was able to pull some gems out as I was reflecting. So I hope someone else could do the same. So let's go on to the next segment, our reflection point. Today's reflection point is a lyric or a quote from the queen herself. And I was really able to see this quote come to life this weekend. Praise God that I was able to go. I made it safely and all that. I'll figure out the extent of any damages tomorrow at physical therapy. But Beyonce Knowles Carter once said, I sneezed on the beat and the beat got sicker. Now I heard it, that's always been the jam, always been like an anthem, a bop, and true. But seeing it come to life, seeing how her presence literally illuminates a, a setting, a space, actually understanding and seeing with my own eyes how everything she touches can turn to gold, like, Literally, her sneeze will make the beat sicker. Like her little, any little accent she puts on anything, it's going to be a hit. What, what kind of life? Imagine such a life. I strive to live such a life. So that is why this is going to be our reflection point. Are we living our life in a way that if we sneeze on a beat, will it get sicker? How impactful is our voice? How impactful is our presence? How significant are we? Are you? Am I to society? How? How significant? We definitely not on Beyonce's level, but she was definitely on our level once upon a time, striving to be, you know, the Beyonce, the queen that she is now. So what, I wonder, like, I'm just reflecting, how do we get to the point to when we can confidently say, I sneeze on the beat and the beat got sicker. Just say y'all on his mouth like liquor. Like, how do we get to that point? What am, am I living my life that one day I could potentially be at that point? Are you living your life that one day you'll potentially be able to confidently say, like, you sneezed on the beat and the beat got sicker? Hmm? I don't know. But ain't it a good reflection point? So I'm going to leave it at that. You reflect on that. I'm going to reflect on that. I'm going to see how I can live my life 
so that one day, maybe, maybe I'll be able to like cough on a beat and give it sniffles. But I don't know, man. Just aspirations. Aspirations. Indeed. And in keeping with the theme, today's Guy and Shine goes to a group of girls who made this all possible. Who made it possible for a young little crip like me, little broke foot, little limp limp, made it possible for me to see and experience the queen and her husband in all their glory. Today's Guy and Shine is an honor, appreciation, and adoration of my squad, my girls, Andrell, Abigail, Megan, Kelsey, and my sweet sister, Nora, despite, you know, all the able bodies they had to push out of my way, despite how slow I was limping around, despite, you know, the bickering that goes on between siblings, y'all made it so worthwhile and you guys gave me Y'all were definitely a pro on my list when I was weighing out the pros and cons of this whole experience. So I thank them. I thank them dearly for a weekend worthwhile. They, they get the guy and shine. You guys have heard Abigail and Andrell on this podcast before, but I'm going to leave um, the Instagram pages of the rest of the girls. Follow them on their amazing pursuits. You got a range of people here, so make sure you check out the episode notes so you can follow them, see how to become a doctor, an actress, a, a physical therapist, a body builders, shaper, whatever. Find them. They got the details. They got the info on the meal preps, the hair goals, the, the voices of angels, all of the things they have. So make sure you check out the episode notes to find my squad, my girls, those who make the impossible possible. And that's it. That's been another episode of Rooted with Yams. Thank you guys for listening. We'll be back to our regular, regular activities and time next week. Make sure you are tuning in to my Instagram story on Fridays to leave your suggestions on conversations you would like to have on this podcast. Also, don't forget, you can always email me at rootedwithyams at gmail.com to leave any other suggestions, comments, or concerns regarding the podcast. And I'm looking forward to seeing that you guys are liking these episodes, you're subscribing, and you are sharing them with your friends and your foes everywhere. So do that. Thank you guys for supporting this podcast. Have a blessed week. Bye-bye.